You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode number 39 of Aging Starts Now. I'm your host, Barbara McGinnis. Today, we're talking about ideas for new holiday traditions. Public Benefit Specialist Josh Bay and Community Outreach Coordinator Dana Henschel have joined us this week to share some of their family traditions and hopefully give you some ideas on new traditions to create in your family as we all try to navigate these challenging times in the wake of a global pandemic and visitation restrictions. Welcome, Josh. Welcome, Dana. Hi. Hi. Yeah. So, Josh, your family does something uh, unique. You were sharing the other day uh, about using Zoom calls and how you do that on a regular basis. Yeah. So um, it's actually my wife's family, but I I think I talk to them more than than my wife does. So, you know, I I, I, I have some really special in-laws. Yeah. So what we do is uh, the so the way it started, we all we all pretty much go to church together. If you live, you know, near, uh, near, uh, near Springfield, pretty much everybody drives into Springfield and go to church together. Well, at the start of the pandemic, our in-service church service was canceled just due to us having an older, older population in church. So we really didn't get to see each other much on Sundays. So, so what we decided to do or what Shonda's family decided to do was just start holding a zoom call, um, every Wednesday night. And, um, Pretty much, you just, you know, you catch up on your week, you, you t- tell everybody how work is going, you talk about the latest, you know, the latest and greatest news. And initially it started out, you know, we talk about the coronavirus and then that got, you know, that got kind of old. Then you started talking about family history. And then, you know, uh, just one day, uh, one of the family members just said, hey, could, uh, could one of our older family members pass down a recipe um, that, you could teach us how to make. And uh, she was like, sure. Yeah, I don't mind. And it, uh, uh, the recipe wound up being uh, fried corn. And okay. um, yeah. And uh, so they also have a Facebook group that they, they post the times of the call and they also post the recipes of the call of uh, the recipe for the night on the Facebook group. So, and they normally do that on either Wednesday or Monday. So you have time to go to, go to the grocery store and, uh, get the ingredients that's needed. And, and just this isn't a small the, call, right? I mean, this isn't like five or six people. This is, you've got a big group together. Well, with this call on Wednesdays, it's probably uh, maybe 15 sometimes, maybe 15 to 20 sometimes. It depends on, it depends on how busy everyone is, but it can grow. Yeah, they get up to 15 or 20 for the most part. And, um, and it, it's, it's, and it's really good because, I mean, you, you don't get to see everyone face to face anymore. So uh, you actually learn a lot about, you know, your family members as well. You know, Sean and I, we uh, we talk about some of the things we learn about some of her uh, older family members as well. You know, where they come from, 
what you know what they had, where they lived, even family members from a distance can tune in as well. You know, she has family members that live in, you know, Georgia, Arizona, they tune in. So that's a good time as well with them. Um, do you guys record that so you can share? We do record it. Um, they, uh, they'll, they'll share it if needed, but yeah, it's recorded. So if somebody wants to, um, come back in and, uh, see how, you know, see what was talked about or see, what, see what recipe was, uh, was given out. They can go back through and look at it. Yeah. And look how it was made. The recipes and cooking together. I mean, that's, that's a, just a family tradition. It is so, I don't know. We attach a lot of feelings to food and stuff, don't we? All as families, right, yeah. you know, and that it becomes part of our heritage. So that's cool. But hearing the stories and actually taking the time to listen to some of the older family members talking about where they came from and, well, you know, what were some of their traditions like that they grew up with? Um, that is capturing history for your daughter and for all of the little ones in the family. What was the last recipe you made? The last recipe that I can remember was uh, the fried corn. Uh, okay. We hadn't we hadn't made much because, uh, of course, we're in a transition. But the fried corn was made and it was delicious. And uh, it's it's not very the in in the way they do it is they uh, they try to find something that can be made fast and they and they give you all the pre prep. You know, yeah. do this before you get on the call, just so to speed up the process a little bit. And, um, and they work kind of fast when they're telling you the recipe. It's kind of fast, so you got to catch on because they don't go slow. It's like, yeah, you got to do this, you got to do that, and it's all <laughs> off of memory. So, so anything you can do now, you know, Zoom and Facebook calls. I mean, you have to know something about technology. You have to have access to that. Any tips for making? Um, this type of experience easier for people that are not tech savvy? Well, um, yeah, another thing we also do is, uh, so we live, you know, 15 or 20 minutes, 30 minutes from, uh, from most of our family members. And um, so we normally do drive-bys and we'll just ride past their house and, you know, they'll stand on the porch and we'll stand in the car just to say hi. I mean, that's, you know, mm-hmm. that's, you know, non-technology, you know, you still get to see their face and, you know, be and they still know you care about possible. each other. Exactly. You, you, you exactly. made the effort to to drop out of your way to to say hi, just to see how they're doing. Exactly, and we do that, you know, a bit much. There's, you know, because there's nothing to a thirty minute drive just to see somebody you hadn't seen all week, just to say hi. You know, that can make somebody's day. That's right. So, Dana, what kind of uh, family holiday ideas do? do you have? Well, um, some of my ideas really revolve around gift giving and gifts that have been given to us in the past and how leaving a legacy can be more than just monetary. Um, And one gift that we've received from my husband's family is a family cookbook that his mom created um, filled with family recipes that he remembers eating every night. But more than that, what makes the cookbook special is that she has personalized it. Like for example, there's an eggplant Parmesan recipe and there's the recipe, but there's also a note that says, I remember making this once for one of your girlfriends and she didn't like eggplant. I knew then she wasn't the one for you. (laughs) Like like those like little notes 
are, are what make it special and memorable. Um, also, my great-grandmother, she was one of those cooks, which I imagine is kind of like Josh's family, where the roles, it's just a handful of this and a scoop of that. There's no real measurements there. So I forced her one day to sit down and write down her recipe, like just standing over her shoulder. And so she wrote down her roll recipe, her green bean recipe, and turnip green recipe. And those recipes are hanging in my kitchen framed because they're in her handwriting. And they're, they're special to me. And, and another thing that she did for me um, is she had a little package and journal just of little notes that she would write to me, like when I went off to college or thoughts uh, that she had that I got after she passed away. And that's just something that I, I cherish, just small things. And that doesn't cost anything. Um, a little time, a little effort, but they're priceless and they're, way, and they're a way for your family to stay connected even when you can't really be there together. That's right. So virtual dinners is something that that's a real thing, too. You know, that uh, it's a, taking a, a little step further. It's still sharing recipes ahead of time where everyone could make the same meal together, but just when you're eating the same things, you're just doing it in different houses. Um, or if you live near enough to each other so that you could actually divide up the menu and the cooking and then share the food in a safe, contactless manner that you could share the food. You might do that over the holidays because we were talking about how much the Thanksgiving Day experience is centers around food. You know, we're thankful for a lot of things, but uh, the food on that day is really takes center stage for a lot of us. Josh, I bet watching Thanksgiving is a part of your Thanksgiving Day experience. And that's something you can do together, even if you're not in the same room, right? Like video chatting or uh, a FaceTime call. You guys watch football, right? <laughs> correct. Watch football. Yeah, correct. We, you know, we watch football. We may, you know, you know, we'll call and catch up. Uh, my dad, he lives in Virginia. You know, we'll call and catch up. You know, talk about football a little bit. Um, you know, FaceTime and you know, um, yeah. I mean, it, it's great when technology works. You know, and and we uh, we use it to our advantage. And um, you know, my grandparents as well. I actually um, actually Facebook call my grandmother a lot. Just, just so I can see her because she lives in Richmond, Virginia as well. So again, when te so again, when technology works, it, it, it's it's great. Absolutely, Dana, you've got other resources on our website, right? I do. In fact, we have uh, ten creative holiday ideas for togetherness when you can't be together. It is a downloadable on our website at tn-elderlaw.com, um, and you can find a lot of other resources there as well. All right. Well, thank you both. Thank you both for sharing. Um, that's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening and join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. 
You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com. Document downloads, the Tagus McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there, free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback on the show. Aging Starts Now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness.